0: The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers. And do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of Webmaster radio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of Webmaster radio.fm is prohibited.
1: Welcome to SEO 101, your introductory course on search engine optimization. So, turn on your computers... Open your mind, grab your mouth and get ready to get back to the basics. SEO 101. SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm is now in session.
2: Hello and welcome to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. This is Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and my co-host is John Karkut, one of the founders of appliedseo.com. So how's that coming along there, John?
3: It's come along quite well, actually. We, we had a big push uh, just over the weekend. I'm reviewing some of this stuff now. I'm getting more excited. I'm going to get you beta access pretty soon, actually, so you, so you can tell me how <laughs> crappy it is.
2: <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> uh, I won't hold back, just for you. Please don't. <laughs> well, that's great. I'm looking forward to it. So to, uh, today, we've got quite a few things in the news. We were uh, rushing around trying to find all the stuff to try and, um, well, frankly, read enough to get good info to you today, but uh, let's start with the one that, that's been pretty big, uh, Google Plus One. Yeah. <laughs> what, what is your first... Well, first of all, what, what, what is it? Quick well,
3: um, I've, again, haven't read enough about this because it is relatively new, but my impression, and correct me if you know something different than I do, Ross, is that it's basically social voting, but it's not just going to be social voting as we're used to it. It's going to be... I, they're spreading it around. They're putting it on a lot of different products, and it's going to be also included in their search results at some point. Um, though it's not there yet. I haven't seen it there yet. Have you seen it there yet?
2: Uh, I've, I've added it. I went to Google Experimental. If anyone wants to type that in, go to Google Experimental. You can um, add it as a, and become one of the people yeah. ex- experiencing it. Now, they are rolling it out already. Um, some people already have got it. Um, and, yeah, I was going to say,
3: because I added it as well, but I haven't seen it yet.
2: Yeah. Um, now, the, the the odd thing is, and I did read about this. I had a chance to, um, uh, a chance to do this. Is I I went online and and just sort of looked at stuff, and I, and I couldn't believe that ads had a Google Plus one on them too.
3: Yeah, that's really interesting. That's going to be um, a, a big change for people doing paid pay per click and PPC, um, and even people in AdSense, either on the publisher or advertiser side.
2: Okay, we're being bad here. Google Plus one is just like Facebook like. Um, in a sense, except that it's within, in this case, search results. And soon, although they said it's instead of weeks, it's going to be months from now, um, it'll be available to put on your site, um, on your pages, just like the the Facebook Like button. Um, And based on that, let's say you find an article um, within Google search results, and the article has a whole bunch of plus, plus one numbers. Let's say it's 50 of them, but you don't know anyone in there. None of them are part of your network. It'll just say the number. But if there is anyone in your network, it'll say um, John Carcott also liked this.
3: Yeah, just um, like the Facebook. The Facebook does that as well. Yeah,
2: exactly. In this case, like um, I think, um, it, you know, it just makes sense for them to add this. It's going to add a social layer. So, in other words, this will have an impact on how um, I expect and how your rankings will appear. At this point, it's well, at least not appear how they're ordered. Um, at this point, I think it's just how they appear. You know, it's just being dropped in there next to each listing, how many there are. I'm not so sure it's changing the ranking order yet.
3: Not yet, I don't think, but I'm, I I don't disagree at all. At some point, it, it will impact the algorithm. It has to.
2: <laughs> yeah. Now, Danny Sullivan's got a great write-up on it. Um, as you expect, he jumped on it pretty quick. Um, they had an embargo, but they were allowed to put it out a little quickly, so a little quicker. And he's got some good detail. Um I still am kind of baffled by having a plus one on ads, but hey, you know, um, I guess if you really liked an ad <laughs>
3: <laughs> if it was really helpful for you, I can see you saying, well, I really like that, but to me you 're not going to know if it's helpful until after you clicked it, then you have to go back to add your plus one, so I'm not sure how functional that'll
2: be and and for people who advertisers who are concerned about this you should know that um, it 's not going to count as a click, so that 's good it 's not costing you any money um, but The benefit is, I guess, if someone has gone through to the ad and they liked it, then that's good. Now, the one thing that that kind of baffles me is I don't generally plus one a page within search results. I go to the page, read it, then plus one it. So are you going to go back to your search results and click plus one?
3: I think now you'd have to, but like like you just said a second ago, they're going to come out with the button that you put on your site, like the Facebook button that you can plus one it there, and then those results will show in the search results. So it's going to be more about, um, you know, seeing that that social connection in the search results, not the actual voting process. in this. I think the voting process is going to move to the page, just like the Facebook button. But it, you see what I mean?
2: Oh no, I know what it, I know. I know what you mean. I, what I mean is, it seems a flawed system. Um, I don't really see what the point is in having it even possible to plus one something within search results.
3: Um, because that's the only way they can do it right now, because they don't have that button.
2: <laughs> no, I realize that. But they're going to keep both. I mean, it just, that just seems silly to me. Uh, it, it, uh, I don't know. It just looks more spammy to me, if, if you can enable it there. Because really, how do we you know if have even checked the page?
3: Yeah, is it tied specifically to an account? So um, I can't multiple vote on like, the same site over and over again? Do we know that yet?
2: Uh, I don't think anyone's really tested it, but oh, at least I mean, publicly, you, I should say. <laughs> I, guess, I, guess, I guess the question is, do you have to be logged in to use it? Good question. That's a good question. I don't know. Um, again, we're so, so new to us. Probably should be more up-to-date on it, but we're too, too damn busy. <laughs> um, now, profile pages are key. So I would imagine that means you do have to be signed in because um, within your profile page, you can add it um, yep. and, or uh, get access to it. Um, and a lot of people don't have um, their profile p- uh, page pimped out. You know, they can get all the cool detail on their images, all that sort of stuff. And uh right, actually, it just right. got confirmed. You have to be signed in. So there you go. I guess I got a confirmation from right. Scott. So um, hidden options... Um, are added to Google Pro- profiles recently. They've been added. So, uh, so uh, on search engine land, they do have some detail on that if you want to check it out. Um, it's quote unquote, hidden options that were added to Google profiles recently. That's the link to the article. So there you go.
3: So, so why are they hidden? Is it like just because they didn't tell us about them all of a they're hidden? Or do you have to dig for them to actually find these options?
2: Maybe after Google Buzz, they're too ashamed to put anything out too broadly. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Well, if 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 this is part of, if this is like the first part, because we know Google's developing Google Me, and this kind of sounds like it's probably related to that, and if so, Google Me is built off the foundation of Google Buzz. They just stopped development of Google Buzz and switched it all over to, to Google Me, and so they're a little bit connected probably at some level.
2: Yeah, there was some detail on that I was just about to read before we uh, connected here, but... Uh what about Google Me or Emerald C? Emerald C was that the co- code name for it? I don't know. Huh, never heard that one before. Um, anyway, uh, at this point, uh, I'll read this. Google's standard response for about the past six months or so has been to deny that it's building a social network at all. <laughs> Instead, the company has talked about adding social layers into everything at Google. So there's a chance that this is it. This is a big chunk of it right here.
3: Yeah, it could be definitely. Especially if you can, if they end up making it so you like instead of just liking it you can share it with specific people in your social grid
2: yeah yeah it just makes yeah. sense so what's next here
3: um google's going to take over the world oh wait they're oh, already doing yeah
2: that. that's done yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> they did they did get kicked in the teeth a little bit um just this this week uh um in europe didn't they um with a uh, the, oh, shoot, the Google Local stuff with the uh, Street View. So they got some court ruling come down on, with Street View, and I, and I don't have a reference URL. I can probably find one pretty quick. But basically says that they are required to uphold everybody's privacy within their Street View. Um, so they're probably appealing it, probably fighting it, but they're not winning a lot of battles in Europe when it comes to privacy.
2: Brother. Well, I know the other thing, too, is uh, Google Local, um, or, or I should say, Google Buzz caused such a, such havoc that, and I believe this is in the States, they got uh, handed a judgment whereby for the next 20 years, Google is going to be checked annual. Well, it's actually probably going to be every two years. They're going to be checked over 20 years to make sure they're in compliance with the privacy. They're going to have everything completely um, stripped down from the ground up and just to be sure everything's cool. <laughs> they, were, they were so pissed at how um, they gave all that information away. So, anyway, well, you know what? Let's take a quick break and we get back. We've got a few things here uh, to discuss. Cool. SEO
1: 101 will be back right after recess.
2: If you're looking for a new multifaceted SEO and social media tool set, look for The Raven.
0: Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors.
1: WebmasterRadio.fm proudly presents the longest-running program on affiliate marketing. Welcome to Affiliate Buzz. Our hosts, James and Arlene Martell, are here to inspire, inform, and motivate you with expert insight, interviews, and information that will increase your bottom line. Advance your affiliate marketing efforts every week on Affiliate Buzz. Thursdays at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Affiliate Marketing Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Okay, class. Take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm.
2: Welcome back to SEO 101 on WebmasterRadio.fm with John Carcutt, one of the founders of AppliedSEO.com, and myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, Inc. For the break, we're discussing a few uh, news items. And uh, where are we at now? <laughs>
3: well, well, actually, I took a little bit of time to break and dug up a URL for that, the Google Street View case. It's Switzerland-specific, and you can find it on webpronews.com. They've got a pretty decent write-up. Hmm. Uh, basically, just to give you a little more detail on that, they, the court ordered them to um, blur all, all faces and license plates. Um, I guess they have an automated blurring software right now, but it's not 100% effectiveness. The Swiss want it to be 100% effective. Plus, plus there's always a plus, um, they want them to completely blur people when they're near sensitive establishments like schools or women's shelters. Um, and then they want to publish whenever the street view pictures will, when and where they're going to be taken so people can know ahead of time. So that's, 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 that's kind of interesting. Um, pushing the boundaries of what Google's already trying to do. I mean, they've already tried to, to address some of these things, but Swiss says, "Nope, not good enough. You need to go further."
2: Wow. Well, they're pretty serious about it over there. Probably should be more serious about it here, actually. But anyway.
3: Okay. <laughs> True. Um, but web webmaster, or, or excuse me, WebPro News and search for Google loses Swiss Street View case, and you should find the article. Some some links to some of the other related stuff.
2: Yeah, I wouldn't want to be Google these days. They're they're in the Firing line of a lot of com- uh, countries. So I don't know. Oh, yeah. Can't be fun. Although I guess lawyers are just having a blast. <laughs> I don't know.
3: <laughs> so, somebody's making money. Yeah,
2: exactly. So um, I, I thought we'd go to a question right now. We had a question um, from uh, a gent, and I, I think it was Dan Sure. actually. I apologize if it wasn't. I know I just read one from him. Yes, it was. Dan Sure. So, Dan, um, you asked, suppose you're doing ongoing work for a client what tools or techniques do you use to track changes made to sites and how they affected rankings? For example, there's a few dozen things that you could potentially adjust on a site, i.e. title tags, headers, architecture, site maps, copy, etc., etc. Do you have methods to test which changes affected search, in, search rankings? How do you keep records of what's been changed to a site over time, not only for yourself, but for your clients? Hmm.
3: Good question.
2: It is. And, and I've sort of been, I've been thinking about it. And I mean, we do track it, but loosely generally because we've done this so long. Um, and if I were you, if I were someone who's uh, like, Dan, it seems like you're looking for something like this. Um, I would suggest, uh, just dating and, you know, making only certain changes. If if it's a substantial change to your site, but you think it's going to be a good thing, you're generally going to be fine. But, uh, if you're really, um, antsy about it, you've already got a top, ranking you don't want to mess with it just make those changes very subtly um, and, and keep track of them and you know don't do a whole bunch at once or you're ever going to have a hard time tracking down what what it was that you did that was wrong that's my first thought sorry i'm all plugged up today i'm damn cold so go, go on <laughs> john
3: <laughs> no that's that's really good but i think his question really gets interesting when he when he spe- specifically says um you know how do you Test changes? How do you keep track of what's been changed over time, not only by yourself, but for your clients? So, changes can happen to a web page. And believe me, it's happened many, many times to me. The clients will change something and you have no idea that they changed something. Um, and all of a sudden, you know, it, it, it hits the fan and they're calling you, What happened? What happened? And we're like, I don't know, just look into it. And an hour later, you're back, Did you change this? And they're like, Yeah, well, you should have talked to us first. So, that that's happened to me. I can't count how many times it's happened to me. Um, but, so that's where this question gets interesting. How do you track changes to a, a site? Now, um, there's probably some some tools. If there's not, somebody make one and send us a link to it. We'll promote the hell out of it. <laughs> but, but there's probably a tool out there that will let you check the checksum of a web page. And for those that aren't sure what a checksum is, um, when you generate code, you write code, and it, it, you end up with a file. And that file um, has a mathematical number associated to it based on all the characters in it and how big it is, and it's called the checksum. And you make any change to that file, and the checksum changes. So if there's a, if there's a program out there that lets you track specific checksums for specific pages so you know when they've been modified, now it won't track what was changed in that case, but you know, at least it's a step in the right direction. You'll know if something has changed on the page, whether you did it or not. Um, That could be helpful.
2: Yeah, and I I would think too that, you know, it depends what system you're running. Like if you're running WordPress, I would imagine a plugin's pretty simple to get or heck, make that would just track um, based on, you know, because WordPress does keep drafts, it keeps versions of each update.
3: Yeah, versioning is built into WordPress for sure.
2: So you'd think there'd be a way to get um, an update like a, a printout of some kind that would show you all the different changes within a certain time period. You know, this was changed to this, this was changed to that, you know, within a percent percentile. You know, obviously, if something's 50% changed, that's a pretty substantial one. It could just say that, 50% or whatever. Um, kind of interesting to do, actually. Um,
3: yeah, and, and the the new Applied SEO plugin coming out. We have something similar. It's not tracking specifically what was changed, but what it'll tell you is when your page is changed, um, it tracks that, of course, because WordPress tracks it, but it'll tell you which version of your page is currently indexed. Um, so you'll know whether or not the most current version is indexed, and if it's an issue, you can pull it out before it gets indexed, or you can update your sitemap or do something to get linked linked to it to get it indexed faster if it hasn't been indexed. But,
2: now, will that show up on the page when you're, look, like, when you're in the back end uh, editing that page? Will it show you which draft, like a little symbol next to the draft, which one's the cool. one that's been indexed?
3: No, but I'm taking a note right now as you say that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, anything that can keep you from having to jump back and forth to another report is a good thing, yeah. I figure.
3: See, that's why you're getting a beta copy, Ross.
2: <laughs> I'm a picky bugger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it should be fun. <laughs> but
3: I, I, I did work with a, a company, and I, I signed a non-disclosure, so I can't say who it was or really get into too much details. But they did exactly what this is looking for. And they not only did it for... Your site, but they did it for your competitor's site. So you could actually track it. when the rankings changed. It would go look at all these things on all these sites and say, okay, what changed on which site? Why did these Why did these rankings shift? And it not only looked at the on-site stuff, it also looked at off-site stuff, which was you know a really neat tool that I didn't get to use you know as much as I wanted to because they kept it proprietary.
2: Mm, that's too bad. That'd be yeah. uh, hmm. We should talk. I've got a programmer. <laughs> <Just kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. uh, well at some point I'm going to get on stuff like that I just my poor programmer is not feeling too well so I'm going to get him healthy again
3: everybody's sick it's sick season
2: it is except he's he's in the Ukraine and, and it, they don't seem to have the medical there And then, oh, yeah and he's he's gotten to the point where he's when he coughs his chest hurts or his heart hurts he says "Ow, oh that's not good <laughs>
3: anytime your heart hurts i suggest you go to the doctor
2: <laughs> well he did and then the doctor went away and it's like it's it's a gong show unless,
3: unless of course it hurts because you know she broke up with you on valentine's day
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <could be> <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: memories <laughs> exactly yeah. exactly uh yes scott my my staff is awesome uh, I've, I've got this guy a random guy named scott he sort of sounds like one of my staff but i'm not sure uh he says hey ross i hear your staff is awesome hmm.
3: i hear the same thing
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly yeah well, thank you thank you very much scott scott x <laughs>
3: they, they tell me all the time how awesome they are
2: <laughs> okay well on that note let's get to the next part here um so I'm hoping that that helped you a bit there, Dan. I know um, we didn't really give you anything in terms of a product to use. It's because we don't know of one offhand. Um, we just try and track that stuff meticulously just ourselves. Um, if there's anything of question that we're going to update, I, we definitely keep track of it. Um,
3: yeah, I yeah if, if, if I do the updates, I keep, I keep an old, old version and new version. So as you're going through stuff, just make sure you archive everything. And um, spreadsheets are really easy to track when things were changed and stuff.
2: Excellent. Well, hopefully that helps. If it, if you do run into a product, let us know. We'd love to know. And if anyone else out there knows, heck, if anyone in the uh, in the chat room knows, let us know. Uh, so let's see here. Next we have ah April Fool's jokes. Yeah, there are a few.
1: There
3: were a couple. The, the one that caught my mind was the or that caught my eye was the uh, Google Motion one, where they, they were launching a new product to to get rid of the keyboard and the mouse. You don't need it at all. I guess I guess they expect it to be like the, the Xbox what is that Xbox connect thing where you just yeah. wave your hands at the screen and it does stuff. But the video is pretty funny. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the, uh, Oh, Oh, I was told that my, my staff deserves a raise. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> and that wasn't even Scott, <laughs> but he got a good response. Uh, um, anyways, Jimmy back here. Uh, the other one, I I actually loved that one. That was really good. Do you know, with the little workout fingers and all
3: that. Oh yeah.
2: That was another one too. Um, Oh, that was a different one, wasn't it? The Google um, workouts or something like that. Anyways, it's <laughs> wonderful.
3: So there, there was another one that I couldn't find the reference to it before we started the show, but I remember reading it was they're hiring people to do auto suggest. So apparently they were implying that that all the auto suggests are done manually and you have to type real fast to get them in for people. And it was it was actually a really funny video as well. <laughs>
2: Yeah, they've got everything. They've got Google Cow. I'm just reading a list here. Google Cow, um, which is actually, I'm not sure it was so much a, a joke. It, it's funny, but it's got, uh, you can actually go in and see all the different parts inside and out and all that stuff of the cow. It's quite uh, <clears throat> interesting. But uh, I would imagine anatomically it's very good for vets. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> or, or,
3: or people who do a lot of barbecue.
2: Yes. Okay. Uh, Google Docs Motion. Gmail motion, Google Docs motion. I didn't see that one.
3: I didn't see that one either.
2: Oh, this is the one I was talking about, Chromer size. That was hilarious. All right, uh, which aims to increase people's hand strength and dexterity while browsing the web faster.
3: <laughs> nice. I'd love to know the how Google the April Fool's shows. so do each does each team get a chance to do their own April Fool's joke? Do they coordinate among teams? Do they get to use like business hours to do it? Do they have to do it on their own time? It'd be interesting to know the politics and the structure behind how these April Fools things happen each year because they put some serious. Some serious time and effort and energy and creativity into making these things.
2: They do, they do, and maybe that's their twenty percent time for a couple of months. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> Mind you, there's some pretty significant talent there. They can probably get that stuff whipped up in a couple of days. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, now, the one actually un- unrelated um, was a great one from WestJet. Uh, it's it's a fl- uh, aircraft carrier or aircraft carrier, uh, a flight carrier <laughs> in Canada hilarious one about how they're um, they're filling their their planes with helium to reduce fuel costs.
3: <laughs> nice. <laughs> it's
2: a really good video. It's really funny.
3: Yeah, you, you need to put the link to that one up on the Facebook. I want to see that one.
2: Yeah, we'll do that. We'll do. Now, you had another one. It was SEO conferences. You had some idea on that.
3: Yeah, I just wanted to kind of just, – just a thought since it's really – good I mean, it's already started, conference season has already started pretty much, but I just wanted, because a lot of our listeners may not understand or know the differences between all the different conferences in our space, and I thought it'd be interesting if we just kind of reviewed some of them quickly and talked about who they're right for and who might not want to go to them or who should go to them um, and what they kind of cover, um, if, if if you think we've got time for that today. Yeah, sure. All right, so... Um, the, the, the main one is the SES search engine strategies conferences um, well it might not be the main one anymore it used to be the main one um, but it's it's pretty it's it's pretty much a business to consumer conference most of the time so if you're looking for information about search or if you're um, you, you own a website or a property and you want to do better in search and it's not just SEO it covers paid it covers um, affiliate it covers pretty much the whole gamut of search um, but they have those um like what is it in the in the states it's three times a year and then they have them um all over the world as well they have they have the they have one out in california they have one in new york they have one in chicago um, so <laughs> they cover all of them in the states
2: i think so i haven't yeah. been to all of them i've only been to a couple type yeah. san san jose and new york it's the only ones i've been to
3: okay um but they also have them in munich and london i think there's one in in Asia, somewhere yep. they have them all over the world. They're they're good good shows. Um, if you're wanting to learn about SEO or find a vendor to do SEO for you, for sure. Um, if you're an SEO, it's a good one. If you're beginning to get some advanced, you know, some new kind of information and do a lot of great networking. I mean, I've done tons of networking at these shows. That's the best reason to go if you're an SEO. Um, so that, that's that one. Um, then there's the SMX and SMX Advanced. You've been to those. I mean, you've been to Advanced. I I don't think I've even, I haven't even been to Advanced yet. It's coming up soon. Um, You've been there.
2: Yeah, and actually, uh, I've got news about that. So let's take a quick break and when we get back, we'll talk more about that and a couple of the other conferences coming, including some favorites from our chat room.
1: SEO 101 will be back right after recess
2: to
0: ignition ascend into new heights of ranking and revenue with a search engine friendly online shopping cart that's ready for liftoff. Introducing AscenderCart. cart optimizes your shopping cart with easy-to-use SEO tools that will help build keywords, titles, and tags for top search engine rankings. Get all of the advantages of having a shopping cart on your site and monitor your progress with regular reports in just a click. Prepare to launch your shopping cart to the top of the search engines with a sender cart. Learn more about what a sender cart can do for you at ascendercart.com, A-S-C-E-N-D-E-R-C-A-R-T.com. Our clients have earned over $1 billion. Now it's your turn. With over 20,000 products to promote across a huge variety of niches, ClickBank provides countless ways for any affiliate to make money.
1: Hold while we connect you to one of the most sought-after experts in SEO, analytics, and web development. Hello, everyone. This is Vanessa Fox, and you are listening to the show to just answer any kind of questions that you might have, side issues or information about what happened on a particular Buffy episode, you know, whatever. Office Hours with Vanessa Fox, Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Search Engine Optimization Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. your seats and no talking recess is over and seo 101 is back in session only on webmasterradio.fm
2: welcome back to seo 101 on webmasterradio.fm with john carcutt one of the founders of applied and myself ross dunn ceo of stepforth web marketing inc for the break we we're discussing a few of the uh, conferences we recommend and uh, we just come to smx advanced which uh well, the SMX series and SMX Advanced is my favorite uh, particular – like I say, SMX Advanced, I should say, very clearly is the one that's my favorite. Um, that's in Seattle every year in June. And the reason I like it is there's not much repetition. It's, it's really um, where all the SEOs meet to share and just powwow. There's a good party that Microsoft puts on. We like – uh, was it last time or the time before? I can't. Yeah, you know, it was the time before. So 2009, they had uh, the Bing launch when Bing was launching, and you know, good parties, good times. All the experts, and we're all there to 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 pal. You don't really do it to meet clients per se. Um, yeah. it's more for learning.
3: That's what I was going to say. SMX Advanced is the, the main conference to go to learn about SEO. All these other ones are really um, – there's some high-level stuff, but most of it is basic beginner stuff. Um, and If you're an SEO, you're going to go to this. You're going to meet clients. You're going to do networking. SMX Advanced is the one where it doesn't matter how experienced you are, you're going to learn something from an SEO perspective if you go to that show.
2: Well, yes. It doesn't matter how experienced you are, though, because it's generally geared toward advanced. They're not going to teach the basics. Yes, True. There's no basics track at all, which is nice because that frees up a lot of times. There's some pretty, pretty interesting areas, and they get into advanced tactics like full on. Um, and and I always learn something. I love it. Um, and it's close by, and Seattle's gorgeous. Uh, you also can stay at the Edgewater, which is phenomenal <laughs> hotel. It's actually on the water, literally. So your 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 window, you look out. There's water. Nice. Yeah. So it's pretty cool. Uh, but I'm going to be there this year so hopefully anyone uh, who's listening will be there too and we can connect. I'd love to. Um lots of good lunches and stuff and ah, it's always a good time. And hopefully uh, Scott'll come too. We're 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 not so sure at this point. But uh, uh that's my uh, senior SEO who's who's Gunning for a wage increase by the looks of things here. Uh, Or decrease by the looks of things.
3: (laughs) Basically, he's just shooting off his mouth. So (laughs) there you go. But so there is a difference though, because there are some standard SMX conferences. um, And they also are a number of times during the year and they have them out. There's the the SMX West, which is in San Jose. They have one in New York as well. Um, I think they have one in Chicago too. So they have the same, same. Venue, not the same venues, but the same cities that SES is is, is in.
2: Yeah, um, yeah. And SMX stands for Search Marketing Expo. And it was it was the 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 new conference series created by Danny Sullivan when he split from Search Engine Strategies, um, which
3: just, he also created.
2: Yeah. So um, you know that wasn't a, a very nice split, friend. From, from, from what I understand, so when he he left, he pretty much mirrored it by the looks of it. But I have to say, the food is spectacular. <laughs> There's no comparison. I mean, it's it's really good food and it's good time. So, um,
3: one of the, one of the other search specific c- conferences um, that's got a lot of attention is PubCon. Um, they only hold that twice a year right now, I believe. Um, once in Vegas, they have a big show, and then they have one um, down south in Austin, I believe. Um, each year, but it's it's run by the folks over at WebmasterWorld.com, um, the big discussion board, and it's a pretty pretty good size show. Um, doesn't have the show floor with vendors and stuff the size of the other two, um, but but you get you know twenty twenty five vendors show up, but there's lots of great sessions there. Um, excuse me.
2: Yeah, um, and I find also it's not bad for meeting potential clients if you if you want to go that route. I personally. Maybe one or two leads I've had over the years. I don't really go there for that. I go there to see you. I go to see all my buddies, or and just how all the dinners and stuff are where I learn the most. You know, we're all right. hanging out, we're learning, we're talking, sharing everything, um, and just yeah, it's a good time. It's a really good time, and it's it's valuable, very valuable as an SEO
3: yeah from from an SEO perspective going to search conferences if you've been in the business for a while is it's not so much about getting new clients it's more about doing the network and seeing what you can learn and talking uh, there's a couple there's there's a few conventions that are more specific to, for me anyway if i'm looking for clients um, there's a couple of big affiliate based conventions affiliate convention um, run by the folks here at webmaster radio um, they have they have it in they have it out in California they have one in Miami do they have one in Vegas too? I, I don't remember. I don't think so. Fresco, um, do they have? Do you guys do Vegas, or is it just uh, California and Miami? Well, at the moment, it's gonna. It, it, it's not.
0: It's not necessarily set when it comes to the winter show. Denver is normal where we do the shows
3: in the summertime, and That's we're right. going to be going back there, <laughs> there. I even spoke at that one, and I forgot that one. <laughs> <laughs> the,
0: oh the, my! The, the going. The going rumor that I'm hearing is October. Um, All right. We're not a, a date. Well, we're still waiting to hear about a date for it, but it should okay. be October 2011, The next show for Afcon.
3: Okay. All right. Cool. Um, so there's there's affiliate convention. Um, there's one called Affiliate Summit, which is another AFCON. affiliate AFCON, based not affiliate um, convention, John. Do what? It's not affiliate convention. It's Afcon. Oh, all right. I'm That's sorry. just right. had to, to change everything. I have to say <laughs> it's that. AFCON, Thank you. which is short for, I feel like, no, it's not. No. <laughs> <laughs> AFCONEvents.com for more information. Thanks. Yes. Um, so, Affiliate summit's is another one based on, a, you know, really focused on affiliate marketers. Um, it's in Vegas. I think it's once a year. Um, the DMA has a number of local. Um, conferences, but they have a big one out in San Francisco every year, and then of course, ad tech, which is also you know an advertising focus that has a lot of online focus these last few years, and they have those across the country as well. Those types of conventions, affiliate marketing conventions, um, direct marketing conventions, general advertising those always seem to touch on some some SEO and search marketing, but if you get a chance to go. That's a really great place to find clients, or if you get a chance to speak, it's really good to find clients. Um, but, but there's a lot of other types of stuff going on at those shows as well, depending on you know, how you want to spend your budget.
2: Yeah, I think if I went to one of those, that's where I'd be focusing. I'd probably you know, really go for the marketing angle um, for some of those general shows. Now, one that uh, uh, Tyson on the, our, our forum here said he, he loved the most was Search Fest. Um, I don't know much about that. But uh, is that one of the uh, ones in Oregon, I wonder?
3: Yeah, I think that one's a really local to Oregon. Um, it's becoming more and more national because it gets, it really gets great speakers all the time.
2: Yeah, um, Portland, he says, yeah.
3: yeah. Yeah, I've never been um, either, but they get some great speakers. And if you're in that area of the country, it's definitely worth checking out for sure.
2: Yeah, i got to give them huge kudos over there in, in Portland because it, it, they get ex- exceptional marketing for what goes on there. And they seem to have a, a bang-up job of – throwing a, 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 mini conference or it might even not be mini. I've never been to it. so but it's yeah. definitely got some really strong SEOs and SEMs that, that show up there. So it's pretty yeah. cool. Now, one that I want to go to next year, um,
3: but wait, before you get to that one, I see what you're going to talk about, but because yeah. this ties in, there's a number of other. If you're going to do local stuff, and there's a lot of local things to do, um, and I've got a few listed here. Um, Domain Fest does a lot of local things, and it's mostly about people who buy and sell domains, to domainers. But again, good place to go look for some clients because they need help marketing their sites and those domains. Um, um, there's always a local meetup on SEO. Um, pretty much every city, major city in the nation has one now. And I started the one in South Florida a few years ago and I was surprised. I expected a lot of SEOs to show up and we talk about search, but more than half the people that came were people looking for help with SEO. So that's a great place to learn and find clients. Um, Bar camps are, again, bar camps and word camps are usually very local as well and they're very tech-oriented type of conferences. Um, Bar camp is what they call an unconference. You show up and there's like 10 rooms available and there's nothing scheduled for the entire day and what they do is they put a big whiteboard up with blocks of time half hour 15 minute blocks of time in each of these rooms and at the beginning of the day people rush this board right on a sticky note what they want to present and stick it in a room in a time slot and that you have that room you have that time slot you can present on whatever you want (laughs) Um, i've done that a couple of times presented on different aspects of seo and you know got a number leads out of that um but there's it's a really interesting concept, and, and it's it's really fun too because you you see the the craziest things people talk about. It's mostly <laughs> it's, it's mostly tech, but not always. There's some some wacky stuff that gets presented at those things.
2: Hopefully, not too much MLM. <laughs> yeah,
3: no, I did, actually didn't see any of that.
2: Uh, that's good. Yeah. Well, what, the one that, uh, as you mentioned, you know is coming is SX uh, South by Southwest SXSW. Um, I've been watching that just over the last couple of years, and I'm I'm very impressed by the breadth of of uh, web marketing, that's there. Like the depth, you know. Danny Sullivan's there, um, speaking, and and I think it'd be a good mix. And you know, uh, you know, Raven Tools was there. You know, all these people presenting, and sounded like a really good cross section of people from social media and search engines, and potentially clients too. I think it would be a really interesting place to go, and I'm I'm pretty pumped to check that out next year.
3: Yeah, I, w- I was looking at that a few years ago. I was trying to actually speak at South by Southwest, and I got turned down because they were really anti-marketers, but that was like three or four years ago. They didn't want marketers in there talking to their people. They didn't want marketers. But uh, from what I understand, the past two years, the marketing aspect of what happens as far as presentations and, and people talking about search and talking about SEO and PPC has grown quite a bit in the last couple of years. So, um it's definitely become more of a place that, that we should consider mm-hmm. as SEOs to, to frequent.
2: Yeah, it also looks like the parties are incredible.
3: <laughs> yeah, and it's, it's, it's without a doubt will it be the largest conference you go to. What is it, like forty, fifty thousand 50,000 people to that one compared to like five or six at the other ones?
2: Yeah, and it's 14 days if you wanted to go for the whole thing. Yeah
3: and it's it's divided up into three major sections yeah. um and and so this, this the technology and search portion is only really three or four days but they have a whole the whole sex, three or four days on movies they have a lot of premieres of movies and famous actors and directors come in present stuff they have a whole three or four days on music and it's the same kind of thing it's, it's a lot of indie stuff you know some some not so indie stuff um, all about the music industry all about the film industry and then there's all about the tech and marketing or the tech and website of the interactive industry
2: mm-hmm. yeah it's 10 days from what I can see here on the schedule from the last one and uh, it just totally looks wicked <laughs> it just looks like a great time and, and really interesting like you come out of it learning maybe your your mind would expand it a bit and a few different ideas you hadn't even thought of so.
3: and Foursquare four always has special badges if you're at South by Southwest too so if you're into Foursquare
2: Awesome. Now we've got to tie up here, but um, one thing we, we want everyone to know is we've gotten your submissions for um, having sites reviewed. We've currently got five listed. Um, we've got one from Dan Scher, another one from Blake Cabot, another one from Ticket Booth, another one from Delphin Rodriguez, and Richard Johnson. So if, I, if I've missed anyone, please let us know. Um, what we're going to do is we're going to do Two, I think next week is our first one we're going to do. So two, um, two live reviews of websites. Um, we're going to mix it up a bit. Who knows? This to be first, but uh, uh, and the idea is if we get through two, we'll go on to the next one. If we have enough time, or not, we'll cover some news. There's always lots of stuff, lots of stuff going on. Now, Definitely. that aside, don't forget to put questions online. We love them. We, it helps <laughs> a lot, especially when we're <laughs> in a rush, and uh, we really appreciate it. So thanks, everyone. Definitely. All right. Well, on behalf of myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and John Carcutt, one of the founders of Applied SEO, thanks for joining us today. My Twitter ID is at Ross Dunn, and John's is?
3: At John Carcutt.
2: Great. Thanks for joining us today on SEO 101 on WebmasterRadio.fm. We are every Monday at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern, and uh, we look forward to talking to you next week.
3: Thanks for listening, everybody.
1: Days are doubly important this year, so make your celebrations doubly special. At Kroger, we've got a huge selection of high-quality meats on top of fresh, natural produce like fresh, never-frozen prime-grade beef and our simple, truth organic Brussels sprouts, or delicious king crab legs with our private selection gourmet potatoes. Oh, had to say that doubly fast. Kroger, fresh for everyone.
2: Get more ways to save at the Buy Five or More Save One Dollar Each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and
0: save a dollar each with card. Kroger, fresh for everyone.